That was Palm Lakes with It's Christmas All Over the World. And yeah, it's December 3rd. I'm not holding back. Christmas music starts now. If you don't like it, maybe y'all shouldn't release so many Christmas tunes because I'm not having them all on one day in one special. That'd be like a three-hour show. So now I'm going to pepper them throughout the month and we can all enjoy them. And maybe I will still have a holiday special, probably, probably December 23rd. No promises. Anyway, my name is Karin Zoe Lee, and you're listening to Night Ride FM, and tonight's episode is about Elevate the Sky. He's going to be on the show a little bit later. Here's how I'm going to format the show tonight. Kind of do it the way I did it uh, when Tyler Lyle was here. I'm going to do some of the music now, then we're going to have our guests, and we'll have some of the music afterwards. You know, we'll, we'll see how it works. You tell me how it flows. And uh, send me your feedback, Karin at Night Ride FM. Let me know how you think it works. If it's too much talking, you just want me to shout and play some music... If you want more Christmas music, I've got that. Yeah, System Glitch and Dimmy K did Carol of the Bells.
That was System Glitch and Demi K with Carol of the Bells. Gosh, that was insane. <laughs> Blade Runner vibes, right? <laughs> That's what they're saying in the chat room. Oh, Demi K. He gets involved in everything, doesn't he? He even got his hands on Yoru's new single. Yoru has a single premiering, or premiering tonight, releasing tomorrow. This is the strongest. Yoru featuring Turbo Knight and Demi K.
was the strongest by Yoru featuring Turbo Knight and Timmy K. And do you know what Yoru and Turbo Knight and Demi K all have in common? And probably System Glitch. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> They're all featured on Planet Hearts remix album that just came out. But you boys have had your time. I'm going to play a different one. <laughs> Here is a remix of Planet Hark's Reunite by Tom Selica.
That was Polemic Heart with Reunite. That was the Tom Selica remix. And we were talking in the room about how we miss Tom Selica. But, you know, do what you got to do, buddy. We'll be here if you ever come back. So, Michael Weber just dropped an album called Downtime Volume 1. It's a video game cover slash inspired music. And he had one track available on the pre-order. And I sent a message. I said I wanted to play that one tonight. And he said, actually... I'm going to drop the album a little bit early if you want to play the song that you were featured on. Like, hell yeah, I do. Vanity at its best. This is Michael Weber with the prologue Super Metroid. Damn. 
That was Michael Wepper with the prologue Super Metroid from the album that he just released, Downtime, Volume 1. If you like video games, you'll love this. I love the whole album. <laughs> All right, so Aztec sent me a couple of things, and uh, one of them's a premiere. One of them, this one, is off of Sunglasses Kids' um, most recent album, Sophomore, just came out. And this is the collab that he did with Megan McDuffie. It's called Never Ending Dream. <laughs>
That was Megan McDuffie and Sunglasses Kid with Never Ending Dream, featuring, of course, Tim Capello on saxophone and all the damn vampires. Are we ready for our premiere? Do we love Zenith Volt? Of course we do. So yeah, Aztec sent me this one too. This is Zenith Volt with Supercomputer.
was Zenith Volt with Supercomputer, a new single from Aztec Records. Thanks, you guys. Man, I love you, Zenith Volt. All right, you know what time it is? It's time to bring out my guest of the hour. But I want to play you something. I want to play you a song from his new album, Ascend. This is one of my favorites. This is Elevate the Sky with Wild Hearts. Reflections echoing the 
That was Wild Hearts by Elevate the Sky from his debut album, Ascend. And of course, my guest of the hour is Elevate the Sky himself. Hello, Scott. Thank you for being here. Hey, Karin. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. So uh, let's see. Today is Thursday, December 3rd. So tomorrow the album comes out on Spotify. Is that right? That is correct. So, so talk to me. Talk to me about this album. Talk to me about the song that we just heard, Wild Hearts. Yeah, so Ascend actually has been seven years in the making. It went through quite a few changes, you know, wow. genre-wise. It was actually starting out as more cinematic, and it had like all these heavy timpanis and drums and stuff, and it was a little darker. But then it kind of changed course as I got inspired and discovered Synthwave over the years. Then I lost everything that I had because my hard drive just kind of went crazy and then all the songs were erased so I had to start all over again oh <laughs> yeah. no so it's just been quite a challenge so yeah and I decided because it, it started out as hope is what it was going to be called it was going to be autobiography then it, I met Michael Oakley because I was going to have him mix the new songs that I had had to rewrite at that time I was you know on a budget so I was like you know what I'm just going to do an EP so I scrapped the album hope and decided not to do autobiography but I ended up making a full album anyway and mixing it myself so wow I saw that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the song we heard was called Wild Hearts and that song was actually inspired by Black Mirror San Junipero episode oh, uh, me and my girlfriend were that. watching it yeah and what was so cool about it is when we were watching it, we, we immediately felt that connection it was me and her in there instead of them two you know <laughs> Oh, yeah. And because, uh, oh, yeah. you know, our journey, because we met in San Francisco, we're both from different places. She's from Texas and I'm from Kentucky. When we met in San Francisco, we started dating there. And then we both found out before we started dating, we were, had this interest to come to, to Los Angeles. And we we're both kind of hesitant to do that kind of that move. So it was really cool that we did that together. And then just those two things really inspired Wild Hearts as well as Neon Summer, as you'll hear in the lyrics. No, it's it's a great song. It's a great album. I'm I'm finally I'm glad you finally got it off the ground after well, so thank long. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I've, I've been. Oh my goodness, you know, um, I'm sure my girlfriend and my brother, because you know he's the one that I would like pass the songs on to and say, well, "What do you think of this?" You know, so I'm sure they were like super tired of hearing the album over and over and rewrites <laughs> and rewrites. So yeah. Well, I'm not tired of it yet. No. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just got it, it though. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. It just came out not too long ago. The uh, the vocal version. Mm-hmm. And and the uh, instrumental version is available on Bandcamp. Uh, that will be available this Friday. Uh, oh, is that the pre-order? Yes. Okay. Then, yeah, I see uh, it on there. Spotify as well. Uh, it was just like a crazy mix-up when I was trying to get everything organized on cd baby and that's why it ended up being that the actual the album with the vocals came out and the instrumental didn't and then uh because it was all supposed to be released this friday <laughs> but unfortunately uh all that kind of changed oh okay so how'd you get the name for uh, ascend the album what made you decide to title it ascend so i wanted something really positive really honestly what you know my sister was going through cancer treatment at the time and then unfortunately she passed away and uh, just tried to find something positive out of everything you know 
because during something like that, you know, it can be, it can really bring you down. So I thought, you know what, you know, one thing that we all do in life is we continuously grow as people and we continuously go through challenges. But what we do do uh, is we make it through adversity. And one, one way to do that is just kind of ascend above yourself. So that's pretty much where that came from. That's, uh, that's similar to the story that you told me about how you decided on, on your artist name, Elevate the Sky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, very similar. Which actually, at that time, I don't know when I was going to say it, but then it sounds like, oh, man, I'm going to make this show depressing. But that one came actually kind of came out of uh, my best friend dying, you know, trying to come up with a title as well. You know, I'll, I mean, mainly it was from Sky's the Limit, that quote. But while I was researching that, that was all going on at that time when I was trying to come up with a band name. Uh, so originally, the band name was called Fear's End. You know, at that time, it was electronic rock. But as time went on, I got influenced by different music styles like uh, EDM and synthwave. And I wanted something a little more positive sounding because every time I told people about the name, they'd say, oh, cool. Is it metal music? And it's like, no, actually, it's more electronic music. And just kept getting people tell me that it, it sounded like a heavy metal band. So I, I decided it was time to change it. And at that time, I was going through some things with my best friend. He was uh, he had pneumonia and unfortunately he passed. Every time that happens, you know, I'm always thinking of, you know, like I guess a lot of people think of heaven or ascending. So thinking of the sky and things like that and kind of going beyond that. And then the, the quote, sky's the limit. And I just kind of put that together because uh when i looked up sky's the limit there were already a lot of bands called sky's the limit so i just thought that was the next progression from that yeah that's yours you know you're not gonna hear that phrase anywhere else i like that thank you and and i i love the the dedication to your sister on the uh the band camp page that's it's beautiful that you included her in this oh thank you yeah i feel like uh you know one thing about music well i guess all art and all things in life is uh, a lot of great things come out of a lot of, you know, the obstacles we go through, you know, makes us who we are. And I guess, you know, regardless of religion or lack thereof, I think we all understand that life is like a lesson. Like every day you learn something and you kind of are able to kind of shift to a different side of yourself and, you know, grow as a person and so, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy how that works, but honestly, it's the only way it works. You know, if we probably had a great time every day we woke up and nothing bad happened, we probably wouldn't be very creative. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, that's very true. A lot of art comes from, uh, you know, not from having a perfect life. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's the one thing it's very cathartic and a good way to be able to you know, transition from a negative energy to a positive energy. Yeah, that's that's a really good way of putting it. And you are known for, for doing that, like in the scene, just being that kind of energy. Oh, thank which you. Is, which is awesome. Try to be anyway. <laughs> I try, you know. I think that's what makes this scene so great is there's a lot of people like that, like immediately, you know, gravitated towards you, Julian and Joe Loke and Dennis Gruder and... There's just so many really positive and inspiring people. And I think that's why this scene is so strong. 
and it sets itself apart from any other scene that I've ever been in. You know, I've done rock and heavy metal and all that kind of stuff, but there's never been a scene quite like this. No, I haven't seen it either. I mean, I've never personally really been involved in in any music scene, but I, I do know that it can get competitive and jealous. And oh yeah, I, I <laughs> come to our scene and I see collabs everywhere. Yeah. Oh, Everyone's yeah. collaborating with each other. No one's trying to put each other down. It's, it's the complete opposite. Yeah, I love that. I and hopefully it doesn't change when it gets bigger. When the scene yeah, gets bigger. you know, honestly, it might. Because I think that's a, a, probably the big reason some of the other scenes aren't so like that. You know, I think like when, when you get to that level, you know, it's very competitive. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've, I've noticed um, in the credits of your album that you do have a lot of names in your, uh, <laughs> and they're not yeah. all not all collabs, but no. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I, I threw around different ideas, and one of them was I was going to actually have a different artist on every song, and unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, it, it's really difficult, you know, which you you and I both know. Like when you're trying to finish your own project, it's hard to kind of you know, get other people on board at the same time, you know, that everybody has their own little journey. And sometimes it lines up, sometimes it doesn't. So I ended up just going, you know what, I'll just sing most of the songs and then just have like, maybe a singer and then a guitarist on there and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and just kept it simple. I like it. So on Wild Hearts, that was Chris Huggett on guitar. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Windsurfer on background vocals. Co-production on These Walls and Superhero by Michael Oakley. Who's that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, a big inspiration for me. Uh, Michael has really been there from the very beginning. I would I would like to say coaching, <laughs> you know, mm. on those two songs help co-produce. Like there's a lot of stuff he's added on those songs, like some percussion and synth sounds and stuff. And even helping me rearrange them. Just a really great uh, super guy all around. I agree. His his opinion about like music in general is just a very reliable foundation because I, I trust his opinion on everything. Like, oh yeah, why is it? Why is an artist making this choices? And you'll usually have some really good insight to that kind of thing. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just it was just a given that him and Ollie Ride collabed together to to get uh, some songs written and stuff. Yeah, they're so different though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Speaking of collabs, yeah, your so your collaboration on Ascend is um, that one's with uh, Danny Jean Phoenix. These walls that was actually one of the um, first, not the first single that you released, but uh, what was it, third? Oh yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, that was the third third song. Wow. <laughs>
You know, what was so wild about that is so like I was saying earlier about the idea of trying to get different people on the album. I didn't know who to contact because, you know, I was still new to the scene. And uh, I, you know, had already found Nina and Dana Jean Phoenix and already had, you know, their songs and were listening to them. And uh, but in the back of my head, I'm thinking, no, they're, they're not going to collaborate with me. Who am I? You know, <laughs> and uh, so I reached out to Dana Jean Phoenix and wow, just in a matter of a couple days, she said, hey, yeah, just send me the track and I'll see if I, you know, I'm interested. And so I sent her the track and within a couple days, she had sent it back to me and it was just perfect. I didn't have to do any revisions or anything. It was just there. And uh, so she's incredible. I absolutely love her. She was one of my first favorites when I when I found the scene, and I'd seen her at, at Outland in Toronto. Oh man, that's you're lucky. I've I've yet <laughs> to see her live. I mean, I've only seen her on the videos, and you know, I can just imagine the kind of energy that she has right there when she's right in front of you. She's an amazing performer. She harnesses that energy. It's cute because she wears like these these light up shoelaces and she's got lights on <laughs> love her. It. I love uh, it. So much. On her keytar, she wears a light up pink crystal crown, and it's just it's cute, right? But she's yeah, she <laughs> like the costume is like tenth priority to what's going on with her on stage, and she's just a very energetic performer. Yeah, and she's just definitely so feeds off the audience. Yeah, I love how bubbly she is. You know, she just. When you watch her, I mean, you know that she is into it. She's having fun. It's what she loves to do. You know, because sometimes you'll see an artist, like, it just depends. I guess everybody's different. Some people love playing live, and some people don't really care to do it that much. But, yeah, with her, I mean, you can tell that's something that's just a part of who she is. Mm-hmm. Comes naturally. What about what about you? <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I haven't seen you, like, in person on stage or anything yet, but the live stream... That was fun. Do you have any more of those coming up? Um, I actually was supposed to have another one, but I've been so busy. I have not gotten to that one Um, uh, for Jack Dyson. Like I'm supposed to put something together for him and I feel so bad because I've been so swamped. Yeah, I love doing those. I mean, honestly, the only thing I don't like is the fact that I'm stuck here in my studio to do them, you know, I can't go out and rent a, a rehearsal room. A lot of places are still closed down. But yeah, I mean, but it was fun. It was still fun to do that. Although I had to do some workarounds because making some noise for the neighbors, they weren't too happy about that. So I mm. had to have the music down really low. And it was, you know, kind of be a little hard to get into like that, you know, because when, when the music's just right you know, at the right volume, you just feel it. So I had to go back and retract some stuff, you know, because of that. So, but it's still fun. You know, I'd still do them. Well, I, I hope there's another one because we got to make up for lost time this year. It's oh, really yeah. bumming me out. 
I know, right? I wish <laughs> I wish we could just get back to, you know, the way things were and, you know, go to live shows and, you know, because I'm really looking forward to coming up that way to Seattle and then going to Toronto in 2021. And I don't know if that's going to happen now. And then plus Jules was like, you know, I'm coming to L.A. You know, I think he was actually planning to come down to L.A. because we were going to do a show with Nina. That was earlier spring this year but of course all this stuff started happening so that was quickly canceled but luckily luckily it seems like uh, a lot of us are bouncing back and doing what we can you know with what we have so that's good but yeah i'm I'm hoping that this coming year 2021 is going to look better for everybody yeah me too when was your last time on stage um, the last show was, I think it was like a day before Halloween of 2019. Ooh. And that was really fun. We had parallels and uh, we had, well, Holly Dotson. She did some DJing. And then we had uh, Facehugger and Glitbiter was there. So it was a really fun show. Awesome. I saw pictures, I think, but I don't, obviously couldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Seattle is getting a lot of uh, attention these days. I've, I'm seeing like amazing artists come out of there now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, no kidding. Last week I had Hidea Tronic on. He just released his album. Oh, I bought that immediately. As soon as I was like, <laughs> uh, got onto your show and I heard the first song, I immediately jumped on the link that it, I can't remember if it was Joe Loki or uh, Julian because they both are competitive with that link. <laughs> <laughs> they just like my praise. <laughs> right. I'm going to leave that in so they can hear it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, so much good stuff coming out at the end of the year. And I'm like, my Spotify in review for 2020 is not going to reflect all of this because oh like goodness. Morgan Willis released on January 3rd is going to have way more plays than your album's going to have releasing tomorrow on Spotify because you only oh, got yeah. like a month. <laughs> Like, but I guess if, it depends on how much you care about the Spotify metrics. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it, it's a process for sure. I think that um, even YouTube, like there's the algorithms and, you know, just it's a, it's a game. So being a musician and a songwriter is not enough, honestly. You have to, to know marketing and it's it's pretty wild. Jeez, oh, you know how many times I've had that conversation with artists over the last year and a half? It's... it's <laughs> Like, gosh, we just want to make music. Now we have to know yep. how to do all this crap, too. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm here. I don't know anything either, but <laughs> I also can't force people to listen to stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it has to be natural, you know. Like, that's the thing about when it comes time to market and promote this stuff. It's it's very difficult not just learning, you know, how to do you know, the different algorithms each social media has, but also going, okay, is this spam? Is is this going to be spam? You know, so it's really hard to balance that. Like, should I post something? <laughs> you know, just, I guess you can just, just be as consistent as you can. And then uh, the fans will follow eventually. Last year I had, uh, I think it was over 500 unique artists that I had discovered. Oh my and that goodness. was all from people's <laughs> Spotify links from the scene. I mean, it's not going to be the same this year because a lot of those artists are the same people and not 500 brand new artists. Just new to me. Wow. That's incredible. I know I've discovered quite a few from you. Actually, you you turned me on to a lot of people like Darfolds and Atomic Pines. and Atomic Pines, he's local too. He's, he's yeah, close yeah. to Seattle. And I have like this 
I have these dreams on behalf of artists. <laughs> I want to team up him and Hideotronic to do, uh, to help each other come up with a, a live act so that oh, they God. both can get on stage. Because they're both, they had the same concerns about how am I going to take just me on stage? You know, I, I yeah. play this and that kind of, I'm, I don't shred on guitar, but I am a guitarist. I know we always come, we either come to you. Uh, Ashley or Julian, it's like, hey, can you help me with this? And you're probably like thinking, <laughs> I just play the songs, okay? <laughs> well, no, because I do go to the shows <laughs> and, and I will look and see, like, when when Bad Dreamers open for FM 84, he, he outright said, it's me and the guy that backs me up, my Apple laptop. Like, <laughs> that's funny, but that's how it is, you know? Yeah, that's true. And uh, it, it took one show to get used to seeing that because he was so good oh man he is yeah it was so good also was lucky enough to see him play with a full band too they came here to silver lake it was just unbelievable because he he had the the laptop and everything still you know he was do, still doing the backing tracks but then he also had the backing band to, to fill up that space and it was just so good man i want live shows back again <laughs> i know Oh, so I saw another familiar name in the credits of Ascend. Carrie the Light, your your uh, girlfriend Cassie. She's on backup oh, yeah. vocals. Yep. <laughs> she is she a singer? She just do this for fun or what? Um, she's not professionally singing or anything like that, but she definitely can sing. She she loves karaoke. We haven't done it in a long time though. But uh yeah, I thought, you know what? You know, do you wanna sing backup on this? And she's like, <laughs> sure. So I thought, oh cool. That's nice. <laughs> did you uh, did you record that like in quarantine? No, actually, that song I finished that just right before that kicked in. I guess around February. So yeah, it was just like right at the the beginning of it. Yeah, but needless to say, we we'd been stuck in our house forever <laughs> since then. Down.
So how did you uh, how did you end up deciding to do the Forged in Neon theme song? I know it's not on the album, but I have to ask. <laughs> We've talked about it. Oh, that was that was such a, a crazy uh, and fun idea. Okay, so uh, I noticed that uh, you know Ashley had just posted. You know she had all the merchandise up and stuff. So I ordered one of the shirts and and of course the mail being as crazy as it is you know i finally got the shirt like i think like three weeks later four weeks later and when i opened it up it was just like oh yes i love it it looks so good and for some odd reason in my head that melody was swimming around you know forged in neon it was just it was already in my head and i thought <laughs> oh my goodness i've got to do a little silly ad for this and then it just ended up being a full song I love it. I, I played it and we played it on the Rad Pack episode because we each got two picks and she was like, I want three because I want to play Scott. <laughs> I'm like, we'll just, we don't have a theme song. We'll just play that. There you go. <laughs> you still have two picks. I want to hear that too. No, that was, that was awesome. That's, I'm actually wearing my Forged in Neon sweatshirt right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. She has <laughs> some killer merch. I love it. Like mm -hmm. it, as soon as I can start bringing in a lot more income i'm definitely going to town on her merch i, I haven't got the other design she has like a, a lady a neon lady design oh, and yeah, i got the one with the words on one. it yeah me too yeah <laughs> i want that yeah but i definitely want the the lady the neon lady is what i call mm -hmm. her oh yeah you had another uh you had another collab with um rob bradley power rob on oh yeah so Great. alive wasn't that ever <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was really fun uh rob contacted me one day and said hey do you just happen to have some music laying around that you're not going to use i said i'll check you know i'll check and see and uh luckily i had a couple of songs that i found and then i sent those to him and then he messaged me back it may have been the next day and it was there it was so alive he's like check this out wow. and i was like whoa <laughs> yeah he's such a cool guy and man those vocals you know him and ollie ride just completely tear up those vocals in the scene and Michael Oakley like those three guys right there mm-hmm uh, yeah Ollie and Rob like the like the belt yeah and oh, like, yeah. I like Michael's voice but he, he doesn't seem to have any desire to really scream you know yeah it's fine yeah, he, I'm, I don't I think it would sound weird if he just did that out of nowhere now but. exactly <laughs> and, and plus it, it you know sets him apart I, I love that it's like he has a very gorgeous voice it, it just has a really nice tone to it it's very melodic and then you have like ollie and rob who can take part in the the more belting and that kind of stuff yeah rob's got like a, a metal background and a rock opera background yeah and i think <laughs> ollie's just been going to school for music since he was born or something i don't know oh i know just hearing him do queen was oh just gives you chills Sounds like he's working on his new album too, but uh, he said the last one took like two years from like the first oh my writing of the first song to finally getting it out two years. That's not bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compared to mine, seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in initially it probably would have taken two, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, when you do it a song at a time, I don't understand the artists that put the pressure on themselves to get an album out every year. I mean, it's a good pace if you write at that pace, but... Uh, Hold yourself to it if you're not going to do your best work. You know? That's true. So yeah. if it takes seven years, fine. <laughs> this, this came out <laughs> great. Worth it. You know? Oh, thank you. 
Yeah, this this next one though, it's definitely not gonna take that long. <laughs> it's actually almost finished now, so I just have to go back and mm. add some vocals. Uh, but all the music is there. You're on a roll. <laughs> yeah, that I will have to say, you know, there's some positive. Is this a full album you're talking about or an EP? Yeah, full album. I think I have 13 songs, 12 or 13 songs already. That's amazing. <laughs> you just had this creative burst then this year, huh? Yeah, they just, for some odd reason, uh, right around March is when I was finishing up this album. And then what took so long to release it was just all the other stuff, the artwork, the comic, and so on and so on. But then after that, or right around, I guess, April, it just, this burst of creativity happened. Did that have anything to do with the lockdown? Probably so. I would say it did because, I don't know, for some reason it was just freeing. It was liberating. I mean, of course, it was it was sad at the same time, but it was also liberating in the sense that, you know, I didn't have to go to work every single day. And, you know, when you, but you know how that is. You come home and you're just tired. You don't even want to really do anything else other than lay there or watch something you know but yeah not having to do that it just like you just get up for the day and you're just like oh i'm ready just to turn the computer on and just see if i can write something and it just happened that way and then also you know it also helps to have like we talked about earlier you know when there's things going on that uh isn't necessarily you know very positive you know it just kind of kind of inspires uh different topics and stuff like that yeah, well, you're an expert at saying positive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. A lot of people have been very creative and a lot of people have felt kind of in a rut. Yeah. So um, tell me about the uh, the comic that came with the album. Now, who did the artwork for this? I'm embarrassed to say I have no idea how you say his name. I know it's just spelled like N-S-L-Z-L-O or uh, Niazlo, I guess. I'm not really quite sure. I'm butchering his name. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, so he did the artwork. I found him on Fiverr. I, I liked what he had on there, what he was presenting. And I thought, oh, cool. You know, maybe he'll do like a little tiny comic book. And uh, so I sent it to him. And because originally I was going to have a full length comic book and everything a few years back. And then that's, you know, when I was talking about the original album called Hope with the autobiography. But uh, since I ended up having a full-length album anyway, I thought, well, you know what? I'll just have a, a, a cute little comic book come with it. That's, I mean, there's not really much of a story there, but you know what I was trying to do is just kind of mirror kind of the personality of the album, which was about you know overcoming all your obstacles and ascending above all that. I think it's cute. Oh, thank you. The kids, the, are they brother and sister? Uh, you know, I... I didn't even decide that. Actually, I was <laughs> I think I, I was thinking they were like a mirror of me and my girlfriend to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Hope the Cyber Angel. I love that. Yeah. And uh the funny story about that is is cuz you know when you look at her you're like, "Okay, why is she a cyborg and why is she flying like an angel?" It's cuz I was trying to represent like being a cyborg and part human is kind of representing like, you know, a lot of us have this facade that we put on and that we're afraid to kind of come out and, and be ourselves. And then her spreading her wings and being the angels, kind of her slowly making that, you know, transition. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at, I, I like the ending. There's sunsets at the oh. end. It's so pretty. <laughs> Utopia. I just like the positive vibe that you have about just your brand. Yeah. 
Oh, I appreciate that. Very reflective of, of the energy that you bring to the community. I love that. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I think that's something that we've needed for a while. You know, this is why I was so happy to discover Synthwave is because before Synthwave came along, it, it was just you only had very select choices of music and not that they were all negative, but they just didn't present something that made me feel good. You know, that made me feel like okay, how can I get through this day? You know, what's going to pump me up here? Uh, but when I discovered Synthwave, it was just a lot of artists that were doing something positive, and I definitely wanted to be a part of that. I'm going to play us out with uh, Race Against Time, but if you want to tell us a bit about that song before we hear it. Oh, yeah. So Race Against Time uh, was originally just a an instrumental track, one night I woke up to go to the bathroom and it just started swimming in my head, the melody for the vocals and the, the lyrics too. you know, head straight for the heart and all that. And I thought, whoa, I already released this song. I don't know if I should do that. And I decided, you know what, I'll just change the name to race against time 2.0. And you know, that came, that, that inspiration came out of that, but the song, the music came out of uh, being inspired by watching Tron Legacy and listening to that awesome soundtrack by Daft Punk. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's just basically, I guess the lyrics. When I was starting to finish the lyrics, it's just basically was me, you know, kind of writing the song to myself about finishing this album, taking seven years. You know, you feel like the clock is ticking and time is running out, but it's just kind of saying. You know, regardless of how you feel and how cornered you feel that you have to actually, you know, stand up and, and make things happen. Like you sitting there, it's not going to, you know, finish itself. So I think it's just all about saying, you know, don't look at time as being, oh, I only have this much time to finish my goals in life. But instead of doing that, just go, hey, I'm just going to live each day, you know, trying to accomplish something. You were so positive. I love that. We need that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, so yeah, let's hear Race Against Time. And uh, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I've been waiting thank for this you. album to come out. But yeah, I'm glad you took your time with it because, you know, in, in the end, the final product is absolutely worth it. Oh, thank you so much, Karin. And appreciate it so much and for you having me on. Yes, of course. And uh, one of those gentlemen is going to post the link in the chat room if they haven't done it already. So go check it out. Elevate the Sky's new album, Ascend. And uh, yeah, let's hear it. This is Race Against Time 2.0. Thank you and have a good night.
and we're still going that was elevate the sky with the race against time 2.0 the vocal version thank you so much for being on the show scott he's still in the chat room go bug him and tell him how cool he is <laughs> oh my so i got uh i got a gift a Bandcamp gift in my inbox today uh we talked about how chris huggett was on uh, the wild hearts track elevate the skies and um yeah he was playing the guitars and he just came out with uh with his own single this is chris huggett with can't get you off of my mind
That was Chris Huggett with Can't Get You Off My Mind. His brand new single, Go Pick It Up at Bandcamp. I think Neon Fox or, or Joe shared the link. One of you two. You look the same to me now. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so he was in the chat room earlier. Nakatomi Freefall just came out with an album, Strange Days and Turns of Phrase. Last week I played for you Gunslinger. Now I'm going to play for you one of my other favorites off that album. This is Nakatomi Freefall with Go.
That was Nakatomi Freefall with Go from his new album, Strange Days and Turns of Phrase. And of course, Julian's been sharing the Bandcamp link in uh, the socials for us. So check him out, pick him up. Tomorrow's Bandcamp Friday, so why not? Uh, I want to introduce you folks to somebody new on the Night Ride team. Vampire, V-V-M-P-Y-R-E. Also a dark synth artist sent me this. This is a brand new single from Vampire called Shelter Me.
it was Vampire with Shelter Me. And uh, welcome to the Night Ride family, dude. I believe he's taking Mondays, Monday evenings, um, early in the day, about three hours before me, I think. Monday at, uh, is that 6 p.m. Eastern time? Confirm that for me in the chat room. <laughs> I don't want to assume. I don't want to steer anybody wrong. I've got a few more for you, uh, a few submissions. Um, from artists and one from a label. So up next, we have somebody who's still in the chat room. Thanks for hanging out. The Tilt. Yeah, he sent me something brand new. This is a single called Holy Ground. Let me guide you there
That was The Tilt with Holy Ground, and uh, I believe both the Bandcamp links and the YouTube links to the music video have been posted in the IRC chat, so check that out. Also, The Tilt's in the chat room, so come bug them. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, the next artist I have up, Room 133. You know what? I flubbed up last week. I promised him that I would play this, and then somehow I ended up not putting it on my, my playlist, because... I'm just, I'm that well organized. <laughs> Show this guy a lot of love. I owe it to him. <laughs> Do your synth fan thing. This is Room 133 with Lush Dream. <laughs>
That was Room 133 with Lush Dream. Yeah, we posted the band camp in the, uh, in the chat room where Jules did. <laughs> I got a couple more for you. Uh, I got a submission from Pletronic. Yeah, Kay Burden sent me an email. They said they were coming out with a brand new single. This is Pletronic with Dreams. <laughs> Share. 
That was Platronic with Dreams. Awesome. And I've got one more for you, but I just want to say, if you stuck it out this long with me, thank you so much. <laughs> You've been listening to Night Ride FM. My name is Karin Zoe Lee, and uh, my guest was Elevate the Sky today, and um, goodness, it was such a good turnout. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Uh, I love you all. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this. This is something that I got from Outland. Outland sent me something from their artist, The Last Concord. And uh, this comes from their self-titled album that will be out December 18th. This is The Last Concord with Looking Back. And I want you all to have a wonderful evening. <laughs>